Hello and welcome to Heal and Transform Your Life with Christine Hardy. I'm both a practitioner and a teacher of an energy healing modality called Life Alignment, which includes the complete integration of mind, body and soul and the environment we live in. Join me on a journey of self-discovery, inner work and transformation to discover your true purpose, work towards your highest potential and make changes to move forward with wisdom and confidence. To this self-discovery uh, session with my guest Judy Mohawk, we're going to be having a wonderful dis discussion today. Um, well, we think we're going to have a wonderful discussion <laughs> um, about manifesting elegance and bringing about this um, food for thought around elegance and what it means being a woman with elegance. Um, it's not purely about women because obviously a man can be elegant elegant as well but when we look at elegance we we sometimes put it in a box and it's not necessarily i don't want to go about how we portray ourselves being elegant in the clothes that we wear and things like that but rather like that inner deep side of us that can portray and own a sense of elegance and what that means so how do we validate that? And in the healing, the word that came up was this foxy lady. And I remember he, he decided that the word meant for him was foxy lady because he had just met this real foxy lady. And I've never heard that expression before. What is a foxy lady? And, and all of a sudden I kind of got this feel for this word, foxy lady, wow. Imagine portraying something like that, that sounds quite sexy to me. It sounds quite, you know, attractive. Like, well, there goes a foxy lady. You know, it sounded really nice instead of, you know, foxy as in sly and cunning and, and that sort of thing. So we always have to ask the other person, what does that mean? Um, and, and the other thing that came up was being present. So I'm really kind of quite interested to see how this being present with yourself your inner self and your inner beauty coming out in a way that is holistic, not just the beauty on the outside, but how can we bring the beauty from the inside outside? So I know that you've written books on sexuality and sensuality is something I'm very, very keen to bring about in my own life. Um, I think it's a part that's been neglected and this is a discussion that maybe a lot of women might feel uncomfortable to, to discuss. So you are the perfect person, Jilly. Thank you, Chris. So I, I'm just really passionate about this idea that uh, as women in our culture and in our society, we're not really true to our innate nature. And women don't really know what a fully realized woman is. We have so few models in, in the world because um, our culture, our society trains girls to be quieter than boys, trains girls to be more helpful than boys. And it starts very, very young. And it's it's just, it's a natural thing because this is the way we were brought up. So we bring up our children the way we saw children being brought up in our own lives. 
So who, who can we look to as a role model of an elegant and embodied and fully present woman? Um, Interesting. One, one of the few people that I look at and really respect is Michelle Obama. I think mm -hmm. she's a, you know, she's a very intelligent woman. She's very caring and she really, um, she really goes out there and makes things happen. So she has power in herself. Um, but, you know, I really struggled to find any other examples of women who you could look at as a role model not for being a lawyer or for being a pop star or for being an environmentalist but just for being a good example of a woman um, okay so that's interesting yeah sorry I, what's coming to my mind at the moment when i think of um you know women who were really feminine and elegant back in the day were the um the the 20s the 1920s and the 30s and the 40s and all of this before women became emancipated like getting involved in having to you know wear the pants and be in the business world and 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 yeah, I suppose that happened after the war, did it? I mean, when women started, you know, having to get involved with, you know, what was typically a man's world, and we've made great strides, but have we lost some of our elegance along the way? Have we lost some of our femininity along the way? And are we carrying too much masculine energy is my kind of questioning right now. Is that what's been lost to us? Yes. I think that's exactly what's happened is that to compete with men in the business world, we had to adopt the, the male nature. We had to compete on their terms. But women have very different skills from men. You know, women can do men's jobs. Women can be doctors, they can be engineers, they can build buildings, they can fly to the moon, you know, they can they can do all of these things but their nature is slightly different. You know, they're far more um, flexible. They're far more able to do multiple tasks. Men are really single-minded when they get in, in, involved in something. And I think this is why they do better in the business world than women do, because it's, it's a man's world. And women's gifts are, are not valued in the same way as men's, though women's gifts are just as potent and powerful and required in our society as men's tasks. But right now, the, the, you know, the, the sexual liberation and the emancipation and the, the equality in the workplace and the equal pay things or, that still, still rumble on and still haven't given us parity with men. Um, there is definitely a sense that women have swung a little bit too far into their masculine side. Mm. And another problem with this is in a family, when there is no male child, if there are two girls, for example, often one of the girls will step into the role of the, of the absent boy child because parents want one or one of of each and in many cultures, a son is preferred. 
so yes. that women step out of the feminine more into the masculine and then and then they lose as well they, they they kind of lose doubly because they're not really in touch with their feminine side and this is what i'm really keen to explore with women and help them to find um find their way back to themselves that's amazing and i never thought of that starting although it comes up in heat imbalances often where um what you are saying has been validated by clients of mine um who, who say you know my father wanted a boy and you know and so i became a bit of a tomboy and climbed trees and did all of those kind of things that little girls wouldn't do didn't play with the dollies and have their little tea parties and you know that that type of thing or baking in the kitchen with mum you know they did all these sort of boyish things and um and, uh, yes i mean that is something that would then you would take into your adult life more subconsciously than consciously and you would you know because it's become your norm you wouldn't really think about that so that's a good point that you've you've brought up there but how do we then what do we do? What tools? This is me speaking out loud, um, just in my own thoughts. What, what, what can we do to notice these missing parts of us, these elegant missing parts of us that, you know, where we can reclaim them? Um, and we have to be aware first before we can know what's missing to reclaim those parts of ourselves. So, so, so where do we actually start with that? Um, and I'm going to answer part of that question in, in again referring to a previous client who held a very um, high powerful job in the workplace. And when she came home, she just wanted to be loved and nurtured and, and have the feminine side of her by her husband nurturing her, but she still unfortunately didn't know how to stop wearing the pants when she got home. So she never had she never knew how to 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 stop that part leave the work behind and come back and be the wife and the feminine yeah. woman at home and often in the in that dynamic a, a very kind of dominant masculine focused woman will end up in a relationship with a much more passive less successful man right and then you know the woman becomes the leader in the relationship she becomes the man and the man slips more into his feminine side and it's you know it's incredibly difficult to switch those roles around if if that's kind of what you've married and you know that's that's the dynamic from the beginning of the relationship um it it's it's you know it's everything is possible if people are willing to work on it but I think sometimes the, the, that relationship has to end and then both people have to go off and find somebody who allows them to step more into their true nature. So the feminine nature for the, for the, the previously um, dominant woman and into the masculine nature for the previously more submissive man. Yeah, and I understand that thing, you know, you know, and, and roles that we play in order to live our, our lives um, are sometimes completely accepted by the opposite sex today. So they they would prefer to be at home looking after the children and 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 it and it doesn't create any 
antagonism between them because that's a choice that they've made. So we've we've evolved with these changes and accepted them to a point. But still, speaking from a woman's point of view, I say there's still those missing parts of you that you need to, to reclaim those feminine sides. So what do you do? Maybe take yourself off to a spa, get yourself pampered. Those are little things, but it's not the same as having a man nurture you and love you and be tender with you and, and all of those things that a woman still yearns for, even if she's, you know, a powerful woman yeah. how do you let down that powerfulness and allow yourself to be vulnerable to be able to receive and be present fully present with your womanhood and your feminine side how do you do that got any answers Julie yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen overnight you know you've done 40 oh. years playing these roles, playing these masks. But as in the healing journey, the first step is recognizing that there's a problem. Yes, number one. That's and the, then, once you start, then, once you know there's a problem, you can do something about it. That's there's a lot of people they don't recognize that this is why- 100%. This I 100% uh, agree with that. So any women who are, listening to this or even any men who are listening we haven't touched the the sly in the in the men and, and and how they feel about this but men are obviously welcome to listen to this because it helps the men understand women and their needs more as well and how can they be nurtured and opens up communication between couples and I think that is 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 another good place to start that once you realize you need to feel comfortable enough to speak about it with your your partner whether you're married or not married in a relationship um, to to feel comfortable about saying, although I I'm a very strong woman and I'm doing X Y Z with my job, there's still this part of me that I'm yearning to be looked after, like a little girl, so to speak. You know, to be cared for, to have my hair stroked, and you know, and things like that. Those those kind of things. So yeah, but. It Again, it's not so easy because the guy is probably quite happy in his comfortable role where he's looked after by this strong woman and he has, a, has an easier life and he may be reluctant to step more into the masculine side. This is mm. one of the problems. Um, for, for so me, we have to get some men on this on this to listen to this chat and hopefully they'll come to um, our um, proper live event on Wednesday the 17th I think it is at three o'clock in the afternoon South African time um, because I would love this to be a just a discussion more you know I've set the intention for it to be a manifestation so to speak of this elegance the inner reflecting on the outer and to talk about you know, what does Fox and Foxy mean to you and being present and the elegance being sleek, attractive and sexually attractive as well. So I would love. I think the Sorry. sexual arena is one place where you can adopt the more natural roles for the man and the woman. And I think um, having power in the bedroom is a place where a man can step into his masculinity and the woman 
can let go of all the the struggles and the worries and just surrender so but this requires new ways of looking at making love and how how things go in the bedroom i'm not talking about anything kinky or anything like that i'm just talking about the way that men show up in the bedroom so that the woman feels loved and cared for and safe you know the safety and trust are two words that are hardly ever mentioned in any sex manuals but they're the most important words in a relationship the woman trust the man is not going to drop her she has to trust that she's safe with him and, and feeling then in that surrender she, and feeling held exactly yes. and then in that yes. surrender she can you know so you know move down into our feminine place so so do you think that you know maybe women would be happy to sort of discuss in your opinion in your experience you know surrendering to to this side of themselves it's not, it's not a popular thing to discuss no not at all it's very <laughs> it's very, it's very sensitive very emotive very, because women have yeah. made you know I, I i i i cannot express this powerfully enough the whole thing about how women have been historically yes the last, I, I was trying to look it up this morning i think it's the last ten thousand years all our societies have been patriarchal before that they were matriarchal the women were in their power and the men were in their power too and it was balanced and something happened and then men took the, the the powerful role and women became increasingly um submissive mm -hmm. and having no rights and having no power um and this has gone on for generations and you know we've spoken about the whole ancestral trauma thing the inherited trauma thing how many women in your ancestors were beaten, were raped, were married to somebody they didn't want to be with so that they were raped in the marital bed. Um, they had their belongings taken from them. You know, they had their children taken from them. How many of your generation, how many of your ancestors going back hundreds of generations, how many women experienced these things? probably an awful lot. And if, if as science is now showing inherited trauma is a real thing, we are carrying oh, the burden of our ancestors trauma. 100%, 100%. The wonderful thing is this generation, we finally have the tools to heal it all. Finally, yes. So this is this is our responsibility as women of this generation to heal the past, and it's it's not yeah. a, it's not a small task. This no. is this is huge. We have to yes. heal the past, and we have to change the way we bring up our children, so that we bring them up the same, and we step away from these archetypal male things and female things. Women. Yes, isn't that already happening, Julie? Do you think that's not already happening to a certain degree? You know, I uh, do you have Grazia magazine in South Africa? Which one? Grazia. 
I don't think so. It's it's a it's it's a very popular magazine here, and they do thoughtful articles, and lots of fashion and and pretty stuff, but also thoughtful things, which is which is very much a reflection of the feminine. You know, the feminine is all about beauty and flowers and yes. beautiful scents and making per you know making beautiful food for the family with love and yes. all. Um, but it's also about the fact that you know we're smart. We can make choices, yes. we can make decisions, we can help run society mm. on parity with men. And there was an article a couple of years ago that really shocked me because there were women in their 30s saying, I'm really uncomfortable earning more money than my partner. And I was thinking, really? We're, we're still mm. doing this now? After all that mm. our generation went through to fight for parity in our relationships and in our financial status are our mm. women you know 30s young women age 30 so they were born in the 90s are still saying mm -hmm. i'm not comfortable if i earn more money than my partner now oh, that's interesting now my guilty comes up at long last that i wanted to work on before that now you've mentioned that 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 would be a, a great area to focus on as well where do we feel guilty about claiming those parts of ourselves mm. you know because all of that is is you know guilt is a very very low vibration as is shame which you were talking about that in the sexual side you know that shame and guilt so, two of the lowest vibrations. So if anybody out there is listening to this who recognizes any of this stuff going on in their family or even you know, with their mother or their great-grandmother, however you know, they, they can see the family history that's playing out today, that would be a very, very good sign that, wow, red flag here, we've really got to do something about this. So it's, you know, it, it comes from the way you were brought up. I was brought up in a family where um, education um, was really important, but I was always told that I could do anything that a man could do. I could do any job I wanted. I could be a doctor, I could be a lawyer, I could be an engineer, I could be any of these things. That's awesome. Um, and, and I'm sure that most people now are, are also told this you know do well at yes. school then you can be a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer or an accountant you know you can have a good life but still the subliminal messages about not not being more or doing more than a man are still in there mm -hmm. and some men would also feel uncomfortable if if the wife was wearing the trousers or she was earning more than him they would feel you know somebody i know her husband wasn't happy about her earning more and mm. uh, you know it caused lots of problems in in the marriage so you know men have this you know it, it's it's uh, i've seen things where they say men feel that women don't need them okay yes and, and a man needs to feel needed yeah and i i've had uh, my, you know my mm. my first husband said to me when i was pregnant you don't need me mm. i'm going mm. what what do you mean you know this is when i need you more than anything you know i'm just about to mm. give birth of course i need you but mm. for him he felt 
powerless, I suppose. Yes, that is a, such a good point you've brought up because I do believe that that is such a simple thing, but it means a lot to a man. A man does need to feel needed. And as we get stronger and more capable, maybe we are responsible for, for that, neglecting that in our men, that we don't make them feel powerful and needed anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, very good point to think about and reflect on. Um, but men also want to be able to have an emotional side, to have an emotional life, to, they to do. be able to express the fact that they're unhappy, they're upset, not to have this stoic, manly, stiff upper lip, never express any feelings. You know, that is mm -hmm. equally as unnatural for them as, yes. as it is for us to, to suppress our emotions. Right. Um, so there's a lot of growing on both sides to be done. Definitely, definitely. Um, but, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take generations to change that. But if, if we start uh, bringing up our children and our grandchildren in a way that gives them their authentic permission to be their authentic self in whatever way that presents. It, it must, sorry to interrupt there, but just to, to put that in that, that sense of an equal balance between your masculine and feminine, is that what we're yeah. saying? And to be your authentic self, to recognize it first and then allow yourself to be in a safe space to be able to express both sides and we, it's not that one is weak because you're showing and expressing for a man expressing his emotions mm. you know typically a man wouldn't do that brought up as a boy because you know a man must be a man and boy you don't show your tears you know we know all of that but but yeah how to uh, allow our men to express their feminine side which is showing your emotion and being okay and feeling safe with that as well is that yeah. kind of where you are yeah. coming from. So that, but it's very hard because society still has these norms. I remember there was um, something on television. This this famous sportsman cried on television. Yes, and I think it destroyed his career. Uh, hey. A sportsman. You know, in a in one of the very manly contact sports, mm. it, it's uh, you know we we expect our our male role models to behave in a certain way. I think maybe you know for people in their thirties, it's a bit different. You know, we were still grown up in that generation yes. where these things were not permitted, and and of course it, it, it's a continuum, and and things keep moving along, and mm. you know people are far more aware. Of the, of the role models that we've inherited. And, but, you know, if you still look in films, it's usually, it's a leading man. Very few films with a leading woman. Uh, you know, even with all the women's rights, still women aren't considered powerful enough, big enough to open a film, very few. Um, and they don't get paid as much. So, you know, Still, even after all these years, still there are huge areas where 
women can't get in or women and men are viewed differently and society still sees that as okay so, so Julie, uh, sorry my darling so i just like you know because we're going to be you know talking next week and um hopefully there'll be some brave souls out there that will join us after listening to our conversation and it will be bringing up things for them that they feel happy to discuss it's going to be totally private it doesn't it doesn't not necessarily have to be something that's broadcasted or anything although i love helping others through these kind of discussions i mean i understand that people may want to share something and feel safe within this space and i hope that we've given them some kind of food for thought because um this conversation has already gone in quite a an interesting way looking at all these these different aspects of coming back into shining ourselves as and our authentic selves inside so we can express that beauty outside in an elegant way um so yeah i, I shall we um kind of maybe set this as an intention for next week that we carry on with this conversation and see if it can take us to greater depths of, of understanding how we can nurture this side of ourselves and any men out there who come on board we would love to hear your struggles and and what's been holding you back with some of these things that we've you know we've brought to to your attention to think about perfect that's yeah, lovely. That's awesome. So hopefully we'll see um, some of you join us next week at three o'clock South African time. That's for you, you in the UK, two hours behind. This is one o'clock. One o'clock in the afternoon, and hopefully we have some people from around the globe join us on 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 that link. All they need to do is email me, Christine at christinehardy.co.za to get the link. And um, before we finish off, would you like to just maybe say a little bit about your book that is going to be launched? So, yes, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> well, the, the, the book's on embodiment, but it's on um, embodied creativity and sexuality. So most of us are not really inhabiting our bodies. Lots of us are up here. And the bodies just become a, a vessel carrying us around. It's the, the all important brain has where's the focus mm -hmm. is and our body is really very much part of our feminine side it's the where we feel and sense and talk and touch and everything if you didn't have a body you wouldn't have an existence and so you know i'm teaching people how to get back into their body so that they have a full expression of their physicality so it's not all just mental and I think you get a lot more insight and awareness when you're much more down in your body. So that, that's good. I would definitely like to talk about that a little bit more next week. I think that's really important, connecting with the elegance, which is the theme for manifestation. So, yeah, look forward to that. So. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for participating in Heal and Transform Your Life with Christine Hardy. If you would like to learn more, please visit my website, www.christinehardylifealignment.co.za. Join me next week where we will work with our collective consciousness for the transformation of our world, which starts with you.
Thank you for leaving your review if you found this podcast helpful.